Hello everyone, this is Anish Verma and you are listening to the Empower Your Mind for Success podcast, the podcast for anyone who wins, wants to build an entrepreneurial mindset. You know, one of my mentors, uh, Darren Hardy, uh, last week uh, announced uh, that, or I think say, I should say about a couple of weeks ago, announced that he will be doing a six-part series on uh, teaching us how to live beyond 100 years of age. Um, you know, usually on an average, the... Uh, the, the the average age of a female in the US is about 78 years and for a man it is about 76 years. Uh, but he says that, uh, you know, our body is built to live beyond 100 and he will teach us how to go about doing that, right? Um, you know, before the series started, the first question that came to my mind was, uh, would we have enough money uh, to cover our expenses if we live beyond 100? You know, healthcare expenses, um, you know, day-to-day living expenses, will our 401k cover for it? Will our social security cover for it? I didn't even challenge whether we can live beyond 100 or not. Uh, you know, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, and I was wondering, you know, what w- would you guys do uh, if at all you lived uh, beyond 100? Uh, and, you know, of course, all of us want to live a healthy life. Uh, health comes first, happiness even before that. Uh, but what would happen if we live beyond 100, something to think about, right? Um, and, you know, he covered six topics that I think you would be interested to hear as well. Uh, you know, the first thing that he covered was, and by the way, this is based on uh, extensive research uh, conducted uh, by Darren himself on the topic, uh, but also research conducted by other universities. Uh, you know, I during the series, I, I stumbled upon an article where the article said that the Stanford University conducted research uh, and and confirm that humans can live beyond 100 uh, on an average. So, uh, you know, all these things uh, uh, are based on extensive research and, and scientific evidence um, collected by multiple universities. Uh, so I think it's pretty interesting, pretty interesting stuff. So let me cover the six, six uh, things that we as humans need to do to live beyond 100. Uh, and I believe you will find the list interesting. So the first thing he covered was movement. Uh, he said that uh, if, if we can exercise uh, and keep our body healthy, keep our body moving, you know, uh, do more uh, walking around, running around in a day, then our bodies will uh, live longer. Um, and, uh, you know, he said, you know, you should walk to your grocery store if possible, you know, carry the, the, the carry bags, uh, the groceries bag uh, and, and come back walking. You know, carry some weight while walking around. You know, usually the things that we as humans did 50, 60, 70 years ago, right? When when the motor transportation was not as uh, easily accessible. Um, and even if we didn't walk, we used to bike on a bicycle. And that allowed us to exert our energy and spend it and uh, allowed us to stay in shape. So movement was number one. The second thing he said was, which is pretty interesting and I think a topic that we have covered a lot on this podcast, which is purpose. Uh, He said that uh, we all humans need to have a purpose in our life to live long. Uh, And he cited, uh, uh, you know, a lot of research around how people after their retirement, um, you know, uh, get into either depression or actually die within a couple of years because they don't have anything else to do. They devoted their entire life to their job, their entire life to their, to their kids and family. 
uh, that you know once they retired kids had moved out of home they were living their own lives uh, by the time uh, the you retired even if you had grandchildren and if they're not living around you uh, then they're far away um, and um, you know once your job is over and if you didn't any ho- didn't have any hobby or you had not started a, a spare time business that you could now do full time you wouldn't have any purpose to live so having a purpose was the second most important reason uh, well let me let me let me uh, backtrack a little bit he did not cover these in terms of importance i i believe he i i believe he said that these are the six and he reminded us that he's not covering them in any any in any order of importance so i'll i'll uh, i'll repeat that so you know point number 2 was purpose and and it was very important for all of us to have a purpose so that we could all live a longer life and you know uh, in my opinion when the purpose if, if the purpose can't be just you or your immediate family right um in 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 your in in your late 60s early 70s if if you're not helping your community um or a larger group of people then i believe the purpose would not allow you to would not be big enough Uh, for you to be uh, driven enough to do more right the third thing he mentioned was downshifting uh, which basically means uh, letting go of stress um and uh, not stressing our body too much he, and, and you know we all know right some stress is good for our body right when when we see danger when we see a dark uh, alley and we don't want to walk through it our body gets under stress and and our brain sets signals to our extremities rushing the blood to those extremities so that we can decide whether we want to be bold enough and and walk through the alley and be ready to receive and give some punches if somebody is hiding there or you run as fast as you can possible in the opposite direction right so that kind of stress is good but too much stress chronic stress is not good for your health and and we all know and we have all read studies around um, you know how, how stress leads to depression how stress leads to cancer and and other kind of illnesses that we that we just don't want to um, you know you we want to have in our lives um so stress uh, relieving the stress is very important you know you could do meditation yoga um very very little uh, not get not get carried away with every any every and any issue that 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 comes about at work or in the family and uh, you know the, relieving the stress we all learn uh, and it comes naturally to us as we grow older because we have seen a lot in life and and we have gained wisdom but in general i think we should practice ways of relieving stress you know have some kind of a hobby you know disconnect from work and and screens you know uh, take a walk uh, uh, you know 30 30 40 minutes every day um completely disconnect yourself uh, uh, from from your phone from your email uh, and and from the tube right that will really help us uh, de-stress because we'll be not exposing ourselves to enough stimuli the fourth thing he said was the 80% rule and if i remember correctly this 80% rule was you know that 80% of the things in life uh at work uh, are not that that important you know you got to focus on the 20% and delegate the rest so that uh, you, you know you are not as worried uh, as others are uh, the fifth rule was uh, maybe as he said maybe a bit controversial and and it's the wine rule uh, where he said that lot of studies are now proving that drinking alcohol in moderation is good for health and will help and will help uh, elongate your life and uh, he stressed a lot right if you don't drink today then don't start drinking 
uh, but if you drink a lot then you got to reduce it to a glass a day uh, you know and and that is fine that is not going to harm you uh, you know some good wine uh, will help you improve uh, uh, elongate your life right it it may also help with with uh, you know uh, quality aging uh, even exercise is, is connected to you know quality aging uh, of of your of your body right so that that will also help um and again you know the wine rule is is definitely in moderation uh and not more than a glass a day or two and you should be good and the last one was also pretty interesting uh he spoke about connection a uh, connection to the community connection to the family and he spoke about you know how the asian families you know they they have a much more much more larger family unit uh per family size right because the parents live with them uh sometimes the children live longer with their parents before they move out of the house um uh sometimes the siblings are no, living not too far away from each other uh but that has evolved right even in the asian countries i believe that is evolved now uh, families have become become more single unit families with not more than four to five members in the family and that too after certain time only uh, only the husband and wife remain in the house uh, as we co- co- commonly call them empty nesters in the us so uh, you know i i long life uh, will will be enabled if we are connected to humans much more uh right if we have family around if we have uh, parents around if we have children and siblings around that will provide us maybe a more purpose to help out uh, to stay connected to share your uh day to day life uh, you know uh, sh- share share your joys and sorrows and that will also help you elongate elongate your life and and guys this elongation is is beyond 100 so if you lived 103 108 you're talking about increasing your lifespan by 30 more years and if we go back to the my my first question that i asked myself is i mean would we be financially capable of uh, supporting ourselves for an, an additional 25 to 30 years um and that's a very profound question to ask um you know uh, i believe when social security uh was created in this country the average age uh in the US uh at that time i believe uh was uh, 60 58 or 60 years old and uh, social security benefits were given out at the age of 65 i believe long long time ago so it was expected that you would not survive ra- survive e- even survive to enjoy the ben- the social security contributions that you made to the pool Uh, so that is how it was designed a kind of <laughs> kind of revealing isn't it um but now given that the average age expectancy has improved uh and it can go even beyond 100 uh, if we practice these six things right just to recap right uh, it is movement purpose uh, living with purpose uh, reducing your stress by downshifting the 80% rule the wine rule and and staying connected with the family and community right if you could do this then we can live uh, long healthy lives and even if it is not 100 guys i mean even if we add another 10 20 years to our lifespan as long as it is healthy we would be happy uh, and and uh, you know i think uh, the question is how would we how would we sustain ourselves and something for everybody including myself and the listeners to think about right if we do end up living that long we don't want to be burden uh on our children or on our um, uh, the government and we will have to find a ways to have enough funds for lot of i mean a few a lot of decades from now on to think about 
how will we be able to fund our extra years of life that we'll be able to live so something to think about something to ponder i hope this gives you uh, some kind of uh, thought food for thought to think about adding additional sources of income ideally the ones um, that, that that will generate uh, you know uh, monies uh, automatically after you have put in the work for 3 to 4 years uh, and they can generate you know monies uh, year after year after year you just have to maintain whatever business you have built as opposed to actively building the business um i hope you enjoyed this podcast um uh you know remember you have unlimited potential own it thank you for listening until next time take care